Hi everyone, my name is Rafalia and in this podcast I'm going to talk about an issue that has been a quite common problem in Indonesia. So imagine this, amidst a heavy traffic, have you ever crossed a bunch of children in the streets walking up to your car selling merchants, snacks or even offering to clean the dust of your car while you were waiting for the traffic lights to turn green in return for some change of money? And for some of these children, it can get as worse as becoming beggars. These children are sometimes as young as 5 years old to 17 years old. And I know it's not an ideal situation for them, but in reality, these children might not have a choice. This is one of the ways they earn money to feed for themselves. With no one to fend for them, these children hustle to make sure they live to see another day. And you are probably thinking, where are their parents? Why aren't they in school? What is the government doing to protect these kids? Do they even have a home? This is a very heartbreaking situation. And what is sadder is that this is not a strange imagery in Indonesia. In fact, according to the Indonesian Ministry of Social Affairs, 40,000 homeless children are living in Indonesia, and 11,000 of them are in Jakarta alone. Factors such as family problems caused by divorce, disease, or the death of a parent, and poverty are the most notable reason for pushing children out of their schools into the street. And in this podcast, we're going to talk more about this issue. And today, joining the discussion, I have my friend Batasha who had a a first-hand experience with street children. So, hi Batasha. Hi Alia. Hi, so can you introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Batasha. Uh, I'm 10 years old and I'm an international relations college student in National University in Indonesia. Um, so Babas, can you tell me about your experience with street children? Um, so actually, I've done a few volunteers to teach an educated student here in Indonesia, but the one that is very unforgettable is this event called Local Volunteer by Isaac. Since I used to be an ISACer, due to support the Sustainable Development Goals by the United Nations, so that event was actually held last year. I, I think it was in the month of March. So uh, we found this place. It was actually a junkyard in Jakarta. It's literally under a bridge. Like if you drive past it, you wouldn't know that there's actually a human lives in that kind of place. Uh, when I went there, I had to press a lot of trust and junks, uh, and we found this a lot of kids who are eager to uh, learn and to study. When uh, we, which is me and the other volunteers, saw the condition of the place, we couldn't teach those kids in that place. It's very improper for us to teach. Therefore, we had to find the nearest park, and we decided to teach them in there. And we taught them about general knowledge, like the environment, basic English, and math. Um, so, Babas, uh, what was the situation like for these children? Uh, so, the condition of these children is actually heartbreaking because when we came there they were very very excited to have us like uh, they had this huge eagerness to study and to learn uh, the heartbreaking part is when we knew that they have a very small chance to go to school due to the poverty they, they cannot go to school like those children who live there they didn't go to school they have no choice but to continue their parents works so in their daily life they're helping their parents picking up rubbish for their living so and then also there's this one fact that is very shocking 
shocking for us as the volunteers, which is uh, they are actually not registered as the Indonesian citizens. Even even until now, the government doesn't give a single attention to them. Like uh, they just let them live their life, like without any law or legal protection. Which is that is one of the reasons they cannot go to school. They are not registered. That is the most uh, heartbreaking part for me and also the other volunteers. Um. Okay, so what about their education prior you visiting them? Um, what is their view on education? Uh, since they have no education at all, since they were born, like uh, the formal and official education, they don't have it. They prefer to find rubbish so they can make money out of it, right? So even some of their parents doesn't let, it doesn't let them uh, to study or go to school. Most of the, ch- most of the children are told to work by their parents but at some point uh, those children uh, have their desire to seek knowledge is very huge they are eager to learn and study reason they have a limited access to education oh okay so from your experience what do you think is the problem and what do you think us as a community can do or what do you think the government should do about this issue Um, so what I've, I've already seen from my experiences, uh, the root of the problem is economics. Like I've mentioned before, due to the poverty, they prefer to work as a trash picker to make money out of it and then to find an education. That's, uh, that's the only way to survive, which is, uh, uh, being a trash picker to make money. And the other problem that might cause all of this is their lack of awareness of education. As we already know, they're not registered as Indonesian citizens. So in this case, uh, we talk about us as the community, what we can do. We actually have a very huge privilege that can actually help them. As a community or even bigger, like the non-profit organization like an ISEC, uh, it has a huge role to help them, to help these children these uneducated children. If I look back, every time I did volunteers to teach those uneducated children, uh, they really appreciated us. Like, they were really delighted to study, to learn, and to find a lot of uh, knowledge. But uh, at some point, we cannot totally ignore the government's role in this part. Uh, they should have known their citizen conditions, even if, even if those Children and those people who live in that junkyard are not registered. They're still Indonesian. They lived in Indonesia since they were born. Therefore, they have uh, the same rights as much as the other registered citizens, like educations and lives in prosperity. Um, and Babes, what do you think the effect it can have on these children being on the streets? Um, mentally, uh, they might have a very close minded, like since they're only focusing on money, it's the only way to survive. All they think about is how much money they will make tomorrow. And education is not even on their mind. Uh, they think that they have no future. Therefore, the only thing about is how they even survive tomorrow. Okay, so and what do you think about this problem? Is it resolvable? Um... Based on my opinion, I don't think it's resolvable because there are a lot of impact that really matters. Like from the family condition itself, the parents have no other choice but force them to work, to make some money. And even from the government side, there are no real action to actually help them to solve this actual problem, which is 
poverty and low education for the children. So this uneducated children can not only depend on a com- on a community and non-profit organizations with no help from the government. The population of uh, and and uneducated children is uncountable. This issue is still very crucial. Therefore, it is hard to be solved. It's really nice hearing your point of view on this issue, Babas. Thank um, you so much. <laughs> Thank you too. So, with what my friend and I have discussed, it can be seen how we as a society have let down the street children. For children at their age, education should be the number one priority for them. Instead, every day these children are being chased by fears of where their next meals are from. The Indonesian government is not much of a help either. There are no comprehensive legislation and policies for supporting street children. Child services for street children have also been very insufficient. Because the government has considered the family and the community to be responsible for these kids. In other words, the government is merely relying on the community's participation and NGO collaboration to deal with this problem. Beyond all that, we still have the issue of poverty that forces these children to be out on the street. With everyone turning a blind eye for them, then when will things get better for these children?